Desperate Pastor Podcast. <laughs> Nate is rocking out here with his headphones and uh, glad that you're joining us. If you are in time with us, it's been a couple weeks. If you're listening to this at some other time, you have no idea. And here we are, uh, just one right after the other, and you're just plowing through all the episodes of Desperate Pastor. We're glad that you're with us. Uh, we invite you to join in the conversation uh, that is a Desperate Pastor Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, still no TikTok. Uh, you can do that at Desperate Pastor, and also you can email us at me at DesperatePastor.com. Love for you to uh, to join in with us. Glad that you're here. Glad the break is over. Yeah. Some people had to go on vacation or something. And, Selfish. You know, and be around people who are sick. And <sighs> Speaking of which, <laughs> no, I'm just no joking. Yeah, no joking, no COVID jokes. No. Well, even though I have one, <laughs> yeah. I almost said one right there. And I realized that would be insensitive. Yeah. That would, yeah. That Don't is. do it, Michael. Uh, I got a couple questions for Joe us. Joe went on vacation. I feel like we got to say <laughs> Why that. Why do we have to say that? <laughs> we got to say, yeah. Because, wow. you know, Call it out. show producer wow. <laughs> must be the perk of the job. <laughs> I didn't like, see that bus coming. That's fine. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I was gonna. I was ready it's to record. For I'll honk over you. next time. <laughs> What's that? I'll honk next time. I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Sorry, but, but I can tell did you. Did you have a good vacation? That's what I was gonna say. You know, we were gone for a little while, and I'm not gonna complain about about sitting around a pool, in 80 degree weather. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna complain about that. that. No. But it's still. It's like everything kind of just still hangs over your head, and we're still making decisions about what are we meeting? Are we yeah. meeting? All that stuff. Like, I will look forward to the day where I can just kind of unplug like and really yeah. unplug thankfully the leaders at our church were like hey we don't want you to be part of this meeting that i originally was going to be a part of and, mm. and they took care of it and it was great and yeah <laughs> so nice. i got to read yeah, some books it was good vacation during covid is still bizarre right yeah for sure because we did it this summer we went mm. and it's like we're we're out here, but yet we feel like we're not supposed to be, or like <laughs> mm-hmm. we got to figure out the procedure. Right. Like we, we equated it to when we were in Nicaragua, where uh-huh. like you don't know the pulse, like town to town. Mm-hmm. It was different. <laughs> like out west, it's like, uh, what are we doing here? What are we doing there? And then like you go to a restaurant, like, what uh, do we Can come we? in? Do we wait here? Do, yeah. Are we allowed to wear a mask? Do we take them off? Can we come? Are we it's allowed like, to wear a there's, always like, <laughs> there's always like it was different everywhere we went. So, yeah. I think that's what I'm, I'm like. I told her the other day, we, we were like, let's go on a vacation. Let's just get out of town for a few days. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to wait <laughs> until we can literally just yeah. go where do we want to go and do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, we went away in February, which was nice. It was before everything kind of got shut down. But I really want to go away again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Yeah. Hey. I look forward to the day when I can go into a restaurant, like a fast food place, and I don't have to ask, am I allowed to sit, sit down and eat here? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love I love the that's bar. That's what he's looking forward like, to. I'm like, I want to go to Hawaii. And Aaron's like, I'd like to go away for a day or two. You're like, I just want to get some Taco that's Bell food. without having to ask and if I I'm allowed to sit down and refill my Baja Blast. <laughs> I, <laughs> can I get my own drink refill? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, we, were in, uh, we were in Panda Express last night. Wow. And we went in. Oh, like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll be able to sit inside, you know, have like a little date night. Oh. And uh, I'm like, there's signs on some tables, but not all of them. <laughs> They're all in Chinese. But they all have tape on the tables. <laughs> so I asked the guy, I'm like, can we, are we allowed to sit or are we not? He's like, no, 
All the tables are closed. Did he tell you out, like, there's outdoor seating? No. <laughs> Did you see the meme with the outdoor seating? Like, no. we can't eat, eat inside, but we can eat outside. But then outside's too cold, so they set up a tent outside so we can eat yes. outside, yes. inside, yes. or inside, yeah, outside. You can eat outside if you yeah. set up an outside, in, out, an inside, outside. Right? Yep. So, yeah. Um, I think... That's what we're doing Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Food oh, yeah. yeah. yeah in, food distribution. Yeah, we're going to do it outside. We've been doing it outside, but we thought we'd be moving back in to hand the food out. But they're like, uh, they won't bring it in. And then on top of that, it's, if you bring it in... we the traditional way was people would come in uh, and we've been, we've been doing the shopping and the loading shopping. So to say, you, you know, everyone yeah, gets an equal, sure. uh, but traditionally people would come into a food bank and like kind of make their rounds around you. and pick out what they wanted. And so now we're like, Nope. So we're wrapping the pavilion three quarters of the way in plastic and getting some heaters and it'll be great. It, it's yeah. yeah. I'm it's really, the need is crazy, so yeah, yeah. it's a it's a fun time. All we're talking about is food again, though. We're gonna make people mad. Uh, yeah. You know, we're still talking I keep about Larry food. Larry happy. However, all I want all I want right now mur, is mur. some orange chicken. There's the horn. Yeah, orange chicken sounds really. Good. I mean, orange chicken does that. Whenever I get my That's son I had last loves night. it. Yes, the honey son. walnut shrimp is there is yeah. really yeah, good. Yeah, but I don't want to pay a dollar twenty five. It's worth extra, it. Extra, yeah, extra yeah. dollar. That's worth it on the date night. Do you get guac? Do you get guac at Chipotle? Sometimes, if uh, I'm feeling like I want to spend an extra, yeah. Do you get guac on your orange chicken? <laughs> no, Honestly, I would do it. I don't think it would actually be that bad. No way. At Chipotle, though, I got to think: Do I want to spend another like twenty-five dollars on guac? Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah like, it's like two dollars to fifty cents. I never get it, but my wife always gets it. Oh, so I feel home. like the fact that I don't get it, it's like we get a half price. Yeah, right. <laughs> that makes sense. And they give you so much, like you should eat share. all that anyway. I always get, yeah. yeah. I'm like, here, I'm just gonna take a little and I scoop a half <laughs> right. of it with one chip. Yeah. Well, we are nearing Christmas, and so yeah. I got some Christmas. Guacamole's green. Yeah, it is green. That's is the transition. Yeah, that's how we get there. Salsa's red. There we go. Chipotle now is I a Christmas to, family destination. <laughs> uh, those are the hardest thing. You go to a Mexican restaurant and you sit down and you just can't stop eating. Yes. Do like, you ever get to the point where I'm, you feel ashamed where they come back yes. and they're like, would you like your check? You're like, and uh, another basket of <laughs> yeah. chips as I'm Chipotle signing the bill. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm like a monster when it comes oh, to yeah. chips and salsa. Yeah. But the worst is to go to, to uh, Red Lobster and get the biscuits. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they're so horrible, but you eat four of them. You're like, oh, yeah. that's a problem. Like, four. Well, at a time. I'm talking about at a time. I don't know. He's got. He's young. Young like, metabolism. I'm like stuffing in my pocket. Uh, so One time when we, a long time ago, we were when we were dating. Oh, she might. She knows you and Aaron or no, or, Nicole, oh, my yeah, wife yeah, and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's too tall for me. Um, uh, so my wife and I. I hope my, something else. When know. my wife and I were dating, we went to uh, Texas Roadhouse, yeah, nice. and this lady. They, you know, they had rolls. This is before my wife had 14 food allergies, so she's eating wow. like the rolls and butter and everything. Here comes and another bus. That's the third bus today. Uh, go ahead. No, she, no, no. no, she knows this. This is this is a famous story. Okay. So she gets the to-go box for her, mm. like the little bit of food she has left on her plate, but then she shoves like four rolls in there. We yeah. ask for more rolls, and when the lady comes back <laughs> to get the check to pick up the credit card to go ring it out, Nicole is dumping the peanuts. <laughs> In the bucket, like filling yeah. in the yeah. space. Were you guys homeless at this point, or 
world. She is one of those peanuts. It was amazing. I was just like, I was like, do you know how bad that looks? That's she's why like, I married what? you. <laughs> yes, and that is why that night yeah. I went to K Jewelers in the mall <laughs> and I bought a ring. Every kiss begins with K. You need like an over a voiceover from uh, Morgan Freeman for that. <laughs> that night, I can't do it at all. But, no, yeah. but please try. <laughs> No, go ahead. We'll Christmas. give you another attempt. No way. I do watch Frank Caliendo. He does really he good. He does great yeah. impressions. Wish, wish. Mm. This is definitely a wish. mashup podcast. Yeah, but yeah. In, in case everywhere. you haven't figured out, we are just kind of catching up with each other. We spent, what, four hours talking before we even started recording about yeah. well, Mike spent four hours talking. Oh, we, we listened. There's the fourth bus. Bus. <laughs> fourth, fourth <laughs> Thank bus. you. Who's fourth left? Bus. Aaron? We got the right. I don't, have we thrown him? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we we'll work should on it. talk about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insider. Uh, that's right. Okay. I still want to get merch. Hey, is it almost Christmas? It is almost Christmas. Okay. And we're talking about Christmas and traditions. And one of the questions I had was about uh, your favorite family tradition. Uh, mm-hmm. This week is going to get a little divisive, I think. Well, not divisive. Maybe divisive in the family. Yeah. But, you know, would you rather quit a, a tradition or start a new one? But I, But the second question is, really, what I'm asking you, do you guys have a tradition that you guys are like, this is what we do? Love it. Are we talking like on Christmas or leading up to Christmas? Well, no, uh, on the on the 18th of December. What do you do then? <laughs> it's my sister's birthday. So, <laughs> Wow. Pick a day. I also can wow. guess your weight and uh, your... <laughs> uh, but then also the other question, so tradition, but also your favorite Christmas cookie. Nate, I think you should go first because I always go first. Oh, look at you. What if I don't want to so kind. <laughs> Too bad. Tell us. We're waiting. We're dying to hear. Yeah, what is your we favorite We can't even imagine. Christmas? So mine, I'll roll both into one. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you you're derailing us again. Oh. Uh, start on. again. No, oh, we're good. We're, we're good, good, right? Just, yeah. Oh, on, man. man. If Everyone, so every, this is called creating suspense. Right. People out there, oh, no, they have no idea you, how good this answer is going to be. I'm guessing it's generations old. <laughs> With special ingredients you can only get from certain regions in the world. So go ahead. Tell us the secret famous okay. family recipe. Well, I was going to say something different, but now I feel like I have to <laughs> oh, say you gotta you got to tell it. the truth. My favorite Christmas cookies are the frozen ones that my grandma would have. They have like Santa Claus on them and snowmen. But the other answer that I was going to give this kind of a tradition, and it's not a cookie, but it's a oh, we only accept cookies. Thing. Uh, we would go He's to like, my T-bone steak. <laughs> <laughs> we would go to my the two things. We would go to my grandma's house, and one, she would have shrimp every year, which is mm, weird. Yeah. Like but cocktail? I loved, loved yeah, like, like cold shrimp. I like cold shrimp. Oh, but co- we would go, we would called. go over there, and we would make buckeyes by oh, hand oh, as yeah. kids. And our job as kids was to roll them, and it was the most painstaking job. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the only traditions I think that we had was shrimp. Well, you just hit both of them. Frozen cookies. Yeah, he, he just did, added he, he cookies, <laughs> traditions. I feel wow. like I feel yeah. like we tell people to be real. I feel like we need to have full disclosure. Not that we have to say all that went down, but <laughs> the reason why it's very disjointed in this moment is that we, for the first time ever, and so this is episode sixteen. Yeah. For the first time ever, we had to actually stop yeah. and yeah, and go back and delete and like we've never normally we just like oh, we're gonna roll with it and we tried and Mike was we, on the floor uh, just laughing. But that may be available. Mike, and when I we go to both. a subscription based <laughs> yeah, podcast, you want. Bonus content. Yeah, it is. What happened is it's recorded. It's up yes. there with the significantly sized it's, person. It's, it is looking down from its throne the on the you significantly sized person. Why, 
Why do we only save the things that I say? <laughs> um, it's your gift, yeah. man. I don't know. So, you should actually take it as a compliment. It's, it's, yeah. It's yeah. wasn't it? It's yeah. I think it is. If you're out there. If you're out there. If you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're 12 minutes in talking about okay, here's the deal. I'll go. Yeah, go quick. Snickerdoodle. That's Pass. my favorite. Boom. Those are disgusting. Iced. Oh, uh, but iced uh, uh, sugar cookies. The other one is uh, almond like flavored cookies. Uh, I like those with sugar cookies. I uh, like almond flavored frosting. Mm. You don't even know you've had them. If yeah, you I ate one, you, you yeah. would go, oh, that's good. Yeah. Almond flavored mm. lattes, also good. It should be a Christmas drink. <clears> but almond people, milk. They mix it with No, no, no. Almond, the, the, nope, flavoring, like a syrup. Syrup. The pump. Syrup. Like pump. Like a pump yeah. of almond flavoring, yeah. yes. But Snickerdoodles, by far. They're good. The best, especially soft or oh, out of the oven. I'm a coffee a, drinker, black oh, coffee, ten and of a Snickerdoodle. Ten of yeah, them. it's yeah. amazing. I like I like Snickerdoodles. I also like Buckeyes, uh, but I, like I probably Buckeyes. have to go to like the traditional Christmas cookie, like you frost yourself. Sugar cookie. Kelly's got a good recipe for like the sugar cookie, oh, and it comes out real you. soft still. Oh. But we never made them. Come, like, oh, she makes the batter. Yeah, yeah, she oh. makes the batter. She doesn't. She, she, she throws <laughs> she throws shade at a lot of people, not knowingly, but <laughs> she, she throws shade at you. She'd be like, she? "How do you not make it handmade <clears throat> or like homemade?" Whatever. I don't know. I just go to the store and buy the cookie thing. If it was me, I'd just go to the store and buy the Santas and stuff in the cookies because that's. What she has likes. she has these cutouts and you can you can uh, I guess you yeah, can yeah, draw yeah, this oh, yeah. on there. Yeah. 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 The trees taste better. Yeah, the sugar cookie tastes they better do. depending <laughs> on the on the shape. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I <coughs> saw I only saw it this morning, but I I haven't had one in a long time. Those like um the little Debbie Christmas trees. Oh, you know those yes. are good. Oh my god. Yeah, why are we doing this at lunch? Have you seen I don't crave them, but seen pictures of me in third grade? I know what a little Debbie Christmas tree looks like. Actually, I don't. No, I think they, they yeah. know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, the, the, he's coming. Hey. He's back. <laughs> it's yeah. Mike. Oh, oh, I, I saw somebody who made like a whole cake out of those. Oh, really? Like where wow. they layered the, mm. those and then put frosting and then another it's layer of those. So and I'm like, wow, you. that is That's a diabetic coma <laughs> waiting to happen. And I will gladly embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you rather not? Yeah. No, the tradition <clears> you want to <throat> share? Any tradition? Oh, tradition. Um <laughs> I guess Mike's out. No, I think I think my favorite tradition is kind of the Christmas morning itself. But like I, I enjoy uh, since we've been married, we get up and make uh, cinnamon rolls or these the they called I think they're called um, uh, there's like a pancakes. specific things. No, they're not it's pancakes. a fun game. Uh, Mon- monkey, bread. monkey bread. Monkey bread. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so it's good. good. So it's like a combination of you know cinnamon rolls, but also just uh, yep. bread stuff. It's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. But just enjoying the day, like it's a chill day. That and Thanksgiving are probably my two favorite holidays because there's no agenda besides eating, <laughs> taking a nap, and fellowship and playing games. That's my. I think uh, actually playing <laughs> games, board games, football is okay. Basketball on Christmas is good. Yeah, true. Depends if it's a good game or not. Like this year, there was yeah. no good football game. No, none. No, because the one good one got postponed. Postponed, yeah. And then it was a wash because they played terrible. So. <laughs> you want to go? A tradition. I, I, I don't know. Like, I was an only child, so it's like, you know, <laughs> hey, do you want to open your gifts now? Or We would open up one on Christmas Eve. Mm. And I liked, I remember one gift my dad got me was a big can of tomato soup. Like the huge, huge, like industrial set because I like tomato soup. But it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Mm-hmm. I also made stilts out of high C cans. I remember drinking high C out of a out of a can. Do you remember <laughs> yes, that? Yes, I do. And I so do. my dad I made stilts out of those things. And I <laughs> would, <coughs> you don't remember high C in a can? You should look. Yeah, I don't. You'd have to get a, like a little can opener, and you would yeah. put a little hole so it would pour out, and the 
Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. That's pretty good sound. So yeah, when I was we had more when I was a kid. Like my dad, one of his the place he worked when I was real little, every year you got like the choice, I think. It was a factory and you could either get like a ham or tickets to the nutcracker. <laughs> so you guys went to the nutcracker? <clears throat> so like every year we would go to Cleveland uh, and that was like a big you know, the nutcracker was whatever, but it was like going downtown. Yeah. And seeing lights and going <clears throat> in you know, to the theater. It was like a big deal. Hmm. Um, but then like for us, literally we're lowbrow around my house. Like, you know, we, we do some other things. We used to go uh, to at least a Christmas concert, but this year, obviously that's not happening. But um, probably our greatest and longest standing tradition is to watch Christmas Vacation. Mm. <laughs> and uh, that's about that. That's about it. Yeah. So someone in the four of us has not seen that movie. Unreal. We were about ready to kick Bet you guys out. can't guess. <laughs> 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 All these lines that come to your mind. Unbelievable. Like, okay, so. Yeah, I'm not going to quote every line from the movie. <laughs> I really like the Santa Claus series as well. And yeah, we Home know. Alone. He's a little salty because he lost a, a vote last night yeah, for a, yeah. a movie. The night. Santa Claus, is that what we're talking about? Yes. And, then, and I was, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, was I was the defi- deciding factor. Yeah. And I voted Elf yeah. over Santa Claus. Elf is one. good. Elf is better classic. than Santa Claus. For sure. I told him, I'm like, every streaming, you can wa- I watch them every year. Yeah. My mm-hmm. kids, we watch a lot. I've already of watched all movies. of them, but I want to watch them. He wants to watch it. He's like, I want to watch it on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, you see on Netflix, they have like behind the scenes for Home Alone and, and no. Elf. Oh, Check it out. Like cool. the making of the movies that made us or something like that. It's a Netflix thing. It's Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2 and Jingle Jangle on Netflix are amazing. <laughs> oh. You don't know. You don't I, know. I, Jingle Jangle, you would, <clears throat> you would like it. It's, it's like a musical. I watched hmm. Die Hard. Does that count? Right? It's what? a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, a Lethal Weapon is also in Christmas. I didn't it know that. It is a yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it happens on Christmas. Yeah. Around Christmas time. California. Uh, but yeah. So we are, we're talking, we're alluding to like watching a movie here, but it's, yeah. there's a movie theater by us that you mm-hmm. can rent for $60. Yep. Oh, 60. 60. Up to 90 people. Yeah. Oh, that's is pretty lot. cheap. That's a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a small theater, like a small place. It's yeah. out here. But isn't that that's crazy? So we're doing it Saturday from Brady's birthday. My son's birthday is Saturday. We're watching Elf. Are you guys really? <laughs> I went home last night. I'm like, are you serious? Because you can watch whatever's in the theater. Do you want to change your they vote have now? Movies, Oh, really? Or you can bring a movie. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they bring a movie. Do you want to change your vote for our movie night then? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather watch Elf twice. <laughs> Sorry, man. Wow. We had, we established last night that Santa Claus is, is from his childhood. Yeah. It's from and I'm like, I was already childhood. grown when that yeah, came out. Right. So it was like, I had to watch it with my nieces and nephews. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not. Yeah. Like I grew up watching Santa Claus. Uh huh. Yeah. Pay attention to the snow, how it like on the roof when he's falling down, how it buckles up because it's not real snow. Check it out. Yeah. You want to watch that? You Notice watch that fake see, snow movie. See, I would have voted Home Alone, but Home Alone was so already out of the running. I was like, I gotta, I gotta throw more votes to Santa Claus. I would <laughs> rather watch the Home Alone movies than Santa yeah. Claus. We could make an executive decision to watch Home Alone. <laughs> I think Home Alone is probably more quotable than and Elf is way more quotable. Well, yeah, Santa Elf Claus. is definitely yeah. Just so we're clear. All right, we are. We need to get to because you guys that are listening, you that are listening, uh, are not here if, hanging out if with you're us. Still here, yeah. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, like come it's on, the sixteenth episode. <laughs> if they started this podcast having listened to the first fifteen, yeah, then they already expect this. They know what they're they veterans. Can. They can. They've actually fast forward or put us on two times <laughs> uh, to get us to this point. But we're as we're nearing the Christmas season, we're talking about Christmas stuff. We're uh, we decided that we we're going to kind of do a mashup. We did that maybe a week or, or not a week or two ago, <laughs> but an episode or two ago. Uh, but we we're trying to catch up with you guys and glad that we can do that. But talking about Advent, talking about um, things that are going on in church in this time and how 
how do we keep focus in this time with everything being different? Because you talk about going to see family. That's going to look different this year, potentially. Uh, whether you even go see family, if you're in Ohio, you're not allowed to leave or like they will pull you over and arrest you or something like, or they come, I don't know. I'm just throwing out things at this point. Uh, but what's it look like and how do we navigate through this time, not only as leaders, but as just as, as people and things that we're used to doing are not going to be, or are going to be different. It's all going to look different and different. You, different. Oh, no, no, it's all you. You lock your doors and you eat a whole lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> and become a significantly sized get, get those cookies from uh, Grandma and you're good to go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they sell these in the store? <laughs> now, I'm holding think, my grandma. Please. <laughs> that's um, great. I, th- I think what's interesting is during all this, it's not going to be the same. Um, but I think it's cool, and I don't want to be like the corny one, but the thing that's cool about it, even though 2020 has been so like, I don't know, weird, never before happened like to our generation um the thing that is constant is we're coming up on christmas a thing that we are celebrating christ's birth yeah um and i think the cool part about it is even if we can't get together like we have been even if we can't you know see our family or go to those traditional christmas parties or those type of things we can still celebrate christ's birth right. and i think it's the unique thing about um, the season we're in, I think it's interesting. Uh, Kelly and I really enjoy like Hallmark movies and, you know, like we just got done talking about Santa Claus and Home Alone and all that. Um, so we'll watch those, but it's also cool because we also like the Christmas season and everybody seems to be more upbeat and more sure. positive, more, I don't know, loving, caring, giving, that type of thing. Um, but I think it's really neat when you look at like Advent series and stuff like that, you can go through personally, even if you can't get together like at church or anything like that, um, just to remind you, like, yep how blessed we are for one um but also how thankful we can be that christ was born we're going through the unmasking christmas as part of our advent series mm-hmm. and one of the things that i said yeah. last week was if of any year in the recent past that we needed to be reminded of the ideas of advent it's it's this year yeah, yeah. of hope of peace of joy of love ultimately yeah. of jesus yeah i said i said the same thing during our during our greeting and announcement time. Your mini like sermon, mini sermon yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it just felt so appropriate. You just, you know, with the numbers spiking and things kind of feeling like they were slipping back to where we were in the past, it was like, you know, the thing, those things will rob your joy. Yeah. And they will, they pull our minds to the trials or the situations and, and circumstances of our day. And the gospel, you know, Christ coming, the incarnation was, you know, this beginning of this wonderful, beautiful story that we call the gospel of Mm -hmm. him coming to die for our sins and make a way for us out of these circumstances. So um, I feel that way every year. Yeah. Um, Like when like around Christmas, I've, mm-hmm. we, I think everyone's like, I love Christmas, but I always feel spiritually. Mm-hmm. It's like this okay, nice. Mr. Spiritual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, all no. right, Michael. <laughs> me, uh, okay. First of all, the guy here. said my tradition wasn't to uh, pray through my advent calendar was to watch Christmas vacation. I think I'm being <laughs> transparent. But what I mean is there's a sense yeah. among us or like a Christmas Eve service. There's yeah. this, mm-hmm. the tradition wrapped up in that, that it does kind of focus you. Or if you're preaching, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're laser focused on that and you feel it's okay. <laughs> like normally yeah. we're like, you know, you feel like, where am I going to go? Well, oh, this yeah. is what we're going to yeah. talk about. So yeah, Advent, um, it's the season, those qualities, those, those, um, things are huge and uh, very important, but I definitely think this year 
<clears throat> more than ever, there's still so much unrest in people and so much, I mean, you know, like I said before, politically, pandemic wise, all these things, they're not, those things are just, they're not going away. And I think that's because they talk about like healthcare fatigue, yeah. like these healthcare workers, they're just kind of getting to the end of themselves of dealing with this thing for so long. Um, I think we all are. Yep. And it's like, so when things come back up, you're like, I just want a resolution. Mm. I just want something yeah. to happen. So um, I think if we can realign or, or refocus ourselves on the, the this season, it could be um, an opportunity even just to set our minds at ease and bring some mm. peace mm-hmm. into these things. Um, so I think it's a good thing. And I, I'm, I'm grateful that it's coinciding with all this stuff right yeah. now because yeah, yeah. I feel like it's – it's a good thing for myself and it's a good thing for the church. Mm-hmm. We were in Mark chapter four talking about uh, peace and I think is the thing that I needed to hear a couple of weeks ago is, uh, you know, the story where Jesus is in the boat with his disciples and they're going across and, and what you find is there's a storm raging all around them and Jesus is asleep. <laughs> and, and the disciples ask the question of Jesus that we ask of Jesus when we're in a pandemic, when we're in this, like, what's going on? I've lost loved ones. I, I lost my job. I, like, everything is, like, the storm is raging all around me. And the disciples ask Jesus, said, don't you care? <laughs> don't you care that we're perishing? And, mm. and Jesus, like, wakes up, and he's like, no, I do, I do care. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, hey, peace be still. And not only does he talk to the wind and the waves, but he really talks to his disciples. He's like, peace like we're in the boat together like it's it's gonna be all right and I think that that's something that I needed to hear a couple weeks ago and one of the things that one of those repeatable phrases is uh that God may not calm the storm around you but he can calm the storm within you and that's the thing you keep coming back to that there's going to be in this pandemic there's going to be unrest and there's going to be difficulties and there's going to be struggles and there's going to be more storms that rage that maybe we don't even see. We think, I think sometimes we think as soon as we get out of 2020, we're going to be all right. But January 1st, 2021 is not going to be much different than December 31st, 2020. And uh, the encouragement to me as I've had to study through the Advent, and we do this, we started this maybe six years ago, just focusing on Advent, which we really hadn't in our church before. Um, but this year has been such an encouragement. And my big idea each week is that uh, that joy is found in Jesus, that peace is found in Jesus, that hope is found in Jesus. And it's going to sound redundant, but that's the reality, is that if you're looking yeah. for those things, you're yeah. not going to find it at the bottom of a bottle. You're not going to find it in another thing. You're not going to find it by just kind of uh, medicating over it. It's, it's Jesus. And so just keeping pushing people back to that, It's it's been good for me. I think it's been good for, for those that... I've joined in. So. Yeah, and I think it's a, a cool thing I found um, before the Advent season started even was there's a, at Download Youth Ministry, uh, they had a Advent devotional. Are they sponsoring this podcast? Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. And it was super helpful because it was an opportunity for me to put it on Facebook stories yeah. as well as Instagram yep. stories. And uh, about four days into it, I had one of the students, are we going to keep doing that after? And I was like, oh, man, I got to make that then, you know? <laughs> like I had that, you it's know, out Advent, there. but it's, it's, out but it's yeah. good because Desperate I think it's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we want to do, actually, is have there stuff like that, resources like That'd that. That'd be cool. Uh, because I think it's really neat because the students themselves, some have a church background, mm-hmm. some don't. And it's an opportunity for them to daily, even just to go on, because they're on Instagram or Facebook all, sure. the, all the time. Yeah. So they can go on there and see that devotional spend. I mean, it takes maybe five, 10 minutes tops, mm-hmm. but you actually have that reminder 
leading up to Christmas, and then you're going to get there, and you're going to have that opportunity to remember it, and to be thankful for it, but that desire, that almost passion in us to spend that time with God, hopefully will remain even after Christmas. Yeah, um, and I think that's the, you know, where we find our hope and our peace and our love and our joy is in Christ. And right. if we can hold on to that through this season, <laughs> and it will probably most definitely change our lives going out of this COVID season. For sure. Um, if we are remaining rooted in Christ. Other thing we talk about with this in this time is uh, uh, just struggling with, and, and and we say all this, and we're having this conversation, we're having this discussion, but we welcome you to uh, to join in that conversation on on Instagram and all those other places, as well as sending us an email, as well as if you are on Anchor, which not many people are, I guess, but you could always leave a voice memo too that you could say, mm-hmm. hey, just want to drop a thought here, and you can do that <clears throat> as well. The extremists, yeah, can I? Let me tell you, yeah, if you could. <laughs> can, I, can I drop a thought? Uh, but the, the, um, <laughs> the struggle, I think, that we're all facing, and it's not a struggle. I guess it's, it's one of the storms maybe that's out there, is the potential for uh, division in the body, division in our lives, the extreme, which we've talked about all this stuff, too, as far I've ne- as like... I've never experienced Yeah, that. what are you talking about, this division thing? So what's going on with you? Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> Uh, because I think we are. We're. We, somebody used a word earlier about being. What was it? Not tired or or fatigued. Fatigued. Like we have pandemic fatigue. Like yeah. in March it was like woohoo, we can not do anything and we can stay in the house. And they're like, okay, we're done with all of this nonsense. And uh, but it's still in nonsense. What I'm saying is like that's not my opinion because I think that. Uh, all the stuff that we're walking through is very real, and people are dying, and and all that stuff. But it's it's the craziness of like okay, do does this work? Does that work? If I if it's long, I can play sports, but I can't do that. Or you know, just the right. the ups and the downs and the extremes of our fatiguing of, of even as we talk about leading out in our church, you've got people all over the place that will you're gonna you're not gonna please everybody, which I know is fun in the church, uh, but it's crazy like how divisive it can be even a mask, as we've talked about before. And uh, just trying to see kind of where you guys are in that and, and how we walk through that as we've talked about pandemic stuff a number of episodes ago. But we're now like uh, six minutes in. I mean, a six week, six episodes in, <clears throat> or 18. To, yeah, got it. Mm. We, we talked, I guess, from that. We talked early on about it, is my point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're maybe 10 episodes later. And uh, I, think it, <clears throat> I think it makes it hard. Like you're saying... Uh, it is divisive. Uh, it is. I don't know. At least I look at uh, I look at like my family and friends and different things. Like you're already kind of distant because you don't see people as often, and when you do, it's not the same. But it's almost like things have become so divisive. It makes it even even more distant because now there's these small issues, no matter what they might be, whether it's. Uh, the political side of things this season or whether it's masks or the pandemic or church or, or whatever it might be. Now you're uh, maybe even more emotionally distant from people because because of all of these divisive things. So now there's like these layers to the the level of separation that you have with people. And I think that's something that's even made it difficult this season as well. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have an answer for that. But, uh, <laughs> well, what are we uh, doing though? Is there? How do we do that? Not just as pastors, but as just know. as you know. How do we walk that out? 
Yeah, I think the difficult, I mean, like Nate's saying, the difficult thing is we don't get to see people that often. And if there's already a division, you're not about to get on the phone and be like, hey, yeah, because it's going to come up. And then nobody likes that, you know, awkward conversation or whatever it might be. But I think um, through the division, I think uh, if they're a fellow brother and sister in Christ, hopefully um, the relationship you have with them, even if they're a family member, will be rooted in that foundation of Christ. And um, even in your fellow friends that aren't, you know, believers, hopefully there is a, a greater sense of love and care for that person than trying to convince us, trying to convince them of our rightness or them trying to convince us of their rightness. Because mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, I mean, we, we all might think we have this great understanding of what's going on <laughs> in the world, but yeah. we don't know no. what's going yeah. on. And we don't know how we're going to get through this or, you know, uh, whatever, but we know who we can rely upon during these times. So it's, there's no perfect equation. Like Nate's saying, I think we're all pretty like, uh, yeah, mm, that's, that's, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do, you know, but, but I think it's, it's really, you know, it's probably stumbling and falling and, you know, getting back up. And, um, I don't know. I think it's an opportunity for us to truly rely upon God leading and guiding us through this season of life. Yeah. Yeah. I think <clears throat> for me, I, I see, uh, this thing has happened it's in, in phases you know there's been the initial and then we kind of slacked off a bit and now it's it's a resurgence and um so what's happened is in the initial phase people probably kind of show um a collective response mm-hmm. the very 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 beginning and then it kind of waned into the division that started uh and then um uh, people started maybe their walls started coming down throughout the summer and thinking, okay, you know, I want to get back into the habit. I want to be part of, like, we're talking about church in this sense, right? They'll come around. And then now each church is having to revisit what do we use as our parameters? How do we make decisions? And, you know, we're week to week at our church and we're meeting. Um, but what I've, what I've been convicted of, and I think, I think we're getting to a point where, um, w- this was a getting reacquainted type podcast. And I think we'll, we'll probably have to, revisit this topic in a greater detail uh as we go forward um maybe not next week but soon um and give it a better treatment but some of the guiding principles i think i've found is um we as uh followers of christ we talk about those passages like in as much as it's possible for you mm. live at peace with one another yeah. and i know myself in the middle of the heightened nature of those first few months after the collective response was, yeah, we need to do this thing to why isn't the church doing this? When those Mm -hmm. questions came up, I went on the defensive and I did not do everything I could do to live at peace with, you know, with other (laughs) people. Uh, And I fed that, you know, and it just rolled from one topic to another to where um, practically speaking, I've muted a lot of things on social media Mm -hmm. I've quit letting my eyes see things that would make me frustrated when they don't really need to be. And I have chosen to live at peace with people and understand that, you know, this, this is the war that God has us fighting is for the hearts and souls and minds of the people he loves all people. And that the gospel is supposed to be, our purpose is the you know to make Christ known to the nations mm-hmm. to lift up his name and so while it's a it needs treatment division in the church and people's views here in America it needs treatment and we owe that to the people especially the ones we're called to shepherd in our local congregations 
but it is nothing more than the newest form of distraction from the purpose of the church. Mm -hmm. And so if we rightly treat that for what it is, (laughs) then we would be able to um, not get so sucked into the battle and into the fighting that we would be able to see it for what it is. And that takes away the sting a little bit. And instead of trying to win people in an argument, should they do this or should they not do that? Or how should they live? We should keep directing people back to what has God called us mm-hmm. to together? Yeah. What has God called us to together? Because those are things, you know, if you don't want to come to our church because we have a mask mandate, mm-hmm. that's fine. God can use you outside of the walls of this church. Right. You know, he's always supposed to do that. So how can we, that's fine. Let's mm-hmm. not fight over that. This isn't right. about the two of us right now. It should be about the kingdom. And so yeah. if we continually look that way, we can still lead people that mm-hmm. think, and act and behave completely different than we do. Um, and so, um, the, the how to thing is what I'm still, every time there's a new one, it's like, okay, Lord, (laughs) remind me of everything I just said, you know? And then we, we have to die to ourselves. We're no different than the other people who follow Jesus. Luke nine 23 applies to every one of us that we have to die to ourselves every day because I've got my way and my wants and the, and my ideas and my, my, you know, thoughts about operating this way or that way doesn't make them right you know what i mean it doesn't always make and i could be that's what we've said in the end we could be dead wrong about some of the decisions we've made in the last nine months but we just ask the people that attend here to give us grace because we're not doing it to harm them we're doing it with what we know for the betterment of the people and we have seen people come to our church that did not come to church Mm. you know we have heard of opportunities in this season god is at work in this season and so the division that's in the church only lives lives as long as we choose not right. to live biblically. Yeah, and we have to lead out of that. And we have to lead out of that. Yep. Yeah. It's important that we that we walk in the way that we uh, that we do what we say we're going to do, kind of thing, and we walk that out. Uh, because uh, I th- what has been helpful for us, I believe, and will be helpful for us. Period is that we keep the focus in the right place. Uh, that I think sometimes we've made it about well we've got to get together we've got to we've got to be in person we've got to this we've got to that if we are able to pull back and say it's about loving God helping people to love God it's about loving people and helping people to love people if it's a, it's about making disciples and that means we can walk those things out in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in it doesn't mean that it's, it's got to look like this or we're not doing it right right as opposed yeah. to no no we we can do this still. 74 nights, we did it, you know, and, yeah. and we continue to do it uh, with the prayer and share for us. Uh, and even other ways we try to find it to engage with pre-service and other things that we're even like we're working on other things to try to just keep people engaged. And we can still love God. We can still love people. We can still make disciples in the current season that we're in, even if we're not in person. I know people need to be in person at times, for sure. We're all social. Right. But how can we help make that still happen how can we leverage it? How can, you know, God yeah. give us wisdom to do that and not get so hung up on, well, no, 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 it's got to look this way or it doesn't count. How many times can you think of in your life? For me, this would be the only one. So let me just answer my own question. <laughs> this is the only time in my life where I can say I've seen the church in America face a collective. Mm, yeah. You know, s- suppression, stifling, whatever, because of the pandemic. And, I've watched the church adapt, mm-hmm. right. which is what the church has done right. 
since you know the foundation yep. since Christ's resurrection and the the first believers and the taking of the gospel to different nations and different places and it's presented in different ways and it's wor- he's worshiped in different formats yep. and all these things but that's so to me it's like that's also the place I'm in I'm like I don't want to focus on the what's wrong I want to say like wow look at how churches look at right. how little little we're a little church over here like mm-hmm how people's gifts have come to the forefront yep. and we've learned ways to adapt and connect and thank God we live in a season where yeah. we can use this stuff. Cause right. you know, 20 years ago you yeah. have been like, we're just not seeing you. Yeah. So, you know, um, we're supposed to be hopeful people too. Right. <laughs> I agree. And so, and, um, and that's, that's where I'm going to choose when my, when my mind and my view of the world starts to get, you know, doom and gloom, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. I go back to those foundational things about God. But, um, you know, this time of year, um, we'll probably pick up on this as well. It can be great for people. We talked about the great traditions and all that, but it can also be difficult for people. Sure. And so, um, as diff- even in those difficult seasons, maybe it's the first year, you know, so many people with this pandemic, they've lost people that they love. Right. Yeah. And now they're going through a holiday and, and you know, we're all like, hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And they're like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we know that the comfort that comes from the Holy spirit that comes from God himself, you know, dwelling in uh, believers is the only thing that will satisfy mm. and bring peace and hope and joy, all those things. So it's a time where the gospel can shine. That's what I, it, you know, and we need to be, we need to be cunning. We need to be calculating. I mean, sure. when, when the world is, I used to think about this. I was, this is my last thing I'll say today. When, <laughs> sure. when I used to work in the, no cl- in a PT said. clinic, yes. I would think it's the one time of year that everyone walking in here yep. is talking about, Oh, I'm going to go to church or it's Christmas yep. and about, and they're talking about all these qualities that embody God. And it was like such a time of opportunity yep. to just have conversation. And even when the Starbucks like dispute went on years ago, like every year goes on, but like the first big one where they're like, I can't believe it. I'm like, I remember like being able to say to people like, it doesn't matter to me. Right. Like that cup, a thing that a, a company does out there has no impact on the King of Kings and yeah. the Lord of Lords. Like, yeah. but it was like so many people wanted to talk about it. I was like, you can't set it up any better. <laughs> like you, people aren't open to talk about it. Right. So, um, it's a season of a lot of mixed feelings. Um, but it's a season I think people look to the church. Mm-hmm. And so whatever format we're in, yeah. it's a time where we need to lift up the name of Jesus and let him be the one that brings all the things that we want for people. to yeah. him. It's a season of opportunity. So it is. Yeah. 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 We just gotta be ready to walk into it. Jesus says in multiple places in John that if he is lifted up, he will draw. Yes. And so if we lift up Christ right. in the, in the, like, I think sometimes we've gotten, and we've talked about pastors without naming them that have gotten so focused. And I've used this phrase from my professor from college that they have the emphasis on the wrong syllable. They're like, <laughs> no, 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 it's got to look this way. And they're like, well, it doesn't need to look that way. Right. If we're concerned about the end, if it's, we're concerned about what we're ultimately producing or doing, that's what should matter. Not, but it didn't look the way that it looked for the last 30 years. Well, okay, so what? (laughs) Who cares? And I would say that we need to encourage you and encourage ourselves that through this season, as we talk about shining brightly in a dark world, that what can we do today? What can you do today? What can I do today to serve somebody, to to be an example of Christ-like hope and love and joy and peace? What can I do today by God's power 
to walk in that so that people see Christ. Of course, they're wide open to it, especially in a pandemic, in this time of year. They're open to, I need hope. Uh, I've been self-medicating for a long time. I've been dulling the pain for a long time, and it doesn't work. Yeah. What's the answer? Uh, You know, we're going to go, and this is not anything like whatever, but our life group, it's not original to us. We've chosen some people in our church that have been locked up in their house because they had to be meaning like pandemic and all that. Yeah. We're going to go and sing Christmas carols yeah. and we're just going to just, you know, whatever. And we like, we're not saying this, but there's going to be an impact that ripples out from that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, again, it's not to be like, Hey, look at it. I'm telling you, here's a practical way that you can get a yeah. group of people together, mm-hmm. socially distance, go make an impact for somebody that, you know, like when we used to rake leaves for people, we would do rake and run. Yeah. We would go to somebody's house and inevitably we ended up going down the whole street one time of just raking people's leaves and, and, and making an impact. And so just look for those opportunities uh, to really make an impact for the kingdom. Yeah. So. We're at 45, yeah. and uh, we're trying to make a commitment at this least to for one you, person. <laughs> okay, call them out. <laughs> uh, but let's be honest, it's 44, so I, that, you know, yeah. he's probably long gone. I, I feel like I know Larry, <laughs> but I've never met Larry. We wanted, we were inviting him to come in. He just needs to quit his job for a day. And come, hey, there we go. You know, or we just show up at his place, and we're going to sit in his office. <laughs> we're going to record right now. Yeah, uh, He's our worship leader. and He's actually starting his own podcast, so uh, well, I'm trying to rival. Yeah. Is he really? He is. I didn't know that. Yeah, just like I'm switching. Yeah. <laughs> so you think he has an opening? Uh, if Joe leaves, we don't have a podcast. Yeah. We don't, have, we don't have all the. Yeah. Yeah. I did invest in that, but you yeah. did. That was Joe's subtle way of saying I'm starting a podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Yep. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. We say that all the time. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. It's, it just takes one. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes one or two or six, and it just the ball starts rolling. <laughs> and, uh, but we'd love to hear even about your traditions as well as maybe the struggles you have in this season or stuff that's going on in this Christmas season, maybe even how you have been able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. doesn't mean, again, hey, let me pat myself on the back, but maybe some great ideas of... This is how we are walking it out at our church. This is how personally in our neighborhood, you know, we're handing out food or we're yeah. singing Christmas carols or we're whatever it is. Uh, let us know how you're, you're making an impact. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. Until next time, which may be four weeks from now or maybe next week. We don't maybe know. Next week. Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad that you joined us and uh, we never know how to end. So here's how we end. We'll see you soon.